Welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Welcome to Honest Money. Uh, I'm so excited to to talk to you today because we've got so many good things to talk about, you know, positive things. And and one of them is going to be around tax season. I'm joined today by my colleague, Katlejo Mai. Katlejo, thanks so much for, for joining us again. I really appreciate it. Uh, and just to kick off, what's this tax season all about? And, you know, what are the kind of investment decisions we can make uh, that will help us when, when we get to the end of a tax year? Thank you, Warren. Thank you for having me. Um, so this tax season... Uh, as we know it, uh, is about, uh, like you correctly put it, the coming to the end of the tax year, being the last day of February. Um, so typically it means for investors, um, there are a few things from a tax perspective uh, that we need to bear in mind, um, like your retirement annuities or retirement funds, for example. Uh, the receiver gives you a deduction or allows you to deduct uh, your contributions that you make to those funds to try and encourage investors to save. So you get a deduction, which means generally when you fill out your tax return, uh, it means uh, you can deduct that from your taxable income. And in certain circumstances, uh, people get refunds then from the receiver of revenue. So, so let's just stay on that point for a second before we jump to the next, uh, the, the next gift from from the receiver. So, so when you say a deduction, so basically, if I if I make a you know thousand rand contribution to retirement annuity, uh, the the receiver of revenue is going to look at that thousand rand contribution I've made, and they're actually going to reduce the taxes that I pay because I've now made a long term saving for myself. Is is that what you're saying? That's correct, uh, but there what? are there are rules at play. Ah, uh, okay, so it's not too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. So uh, there are rules at play. Uh, they do allow you twenty seven and a half percent of your income as a deduction. So that's up to uh, that number. So whatever that is as a percentage of your income, you're allowed to make, and then they'll deduct that from your um, taxable income. Over and above that, uh, if you go all the way up to thirty percent, you won't receive the benefit now unfortunately you will however see it over the long term because then it's disallowed contributions but then that rolls over to the day you retire and then they take that into account when calculating your taxes for retirement purposes okay great so so i i can make a contribution uh, i must make sure i do that contribution before the end of the month so because otherwise it'll fall into the new tax year so if i want to make the maximum benefit of this or take the maximum benefit out of this opportunity i must do it before the end of feb uh, and and then just you know another point on that is when you invest in a retirement fund firstly you get the, the the tax deduction from the salary that you've earned and the tax that you've paid you're reducing that but secondly when you invest in the retirement fund so let's just say you've got an ra and it's in a nice index tracker that we you know we think is good and low cost uh, what you also need to know is that the ra itself doesn't pay any income tax it doesn't pay any capital gains tax and no dividends tax so all of the growth that you get inside the retirement annuity over its lifetime before you draw the money out grows tax-free and that's a benefit a lot of people forget about so they don't want to contribute to the retirement annuity because they're scared of a whole lot of other things and then they forget that they're getting compound growth which is tax-free and there are very few places that you can get compound growth on your money without paying tax and and so so a retirement annuity is a very good one i think my main point there um 
is make sure that your retirement annuity is very low cost. Don't get stuck where you're paying big upfront fees on retirement annuities. You know, that just destroys all the growth and make sure that you don't pay very high annual fees as well because that, that's the other way to, to make sure that the tax benefits that you're getting actually get destroyed by, by the product providers charging you lots of money. If possible, look at a unit trust company uh, retirement annuity because they don't lock you into a contract where you've got to contribute a thousand rand uh, every month this year and then it's a thousand one hundred next year you know if you decide to stop the contributions they won't penalize you which i like and also the investments are very transparent so either a unit trust company or an exchange traded fund company those are the two places i would suggest that you that you look at a retirement annuity if you don't know what to choose choose a nice balanced fund uh, and as i say you can't go wrong with an index tracking portfolio that looks like a balanced fund because you know then you know the costs are going to be very low and you also know that the likelihood is if it was a race between your index tracking balanced fund and every other balanced fund unit trust in the market, you're probably going to win eight out of 10 times. And, and that's not a bad way to, to invest your, your, your retirement money. And then the last thing for the big earners that are listening, Katlech uh, you was know, right, 27.5% of your of your salary, but I think it is limited, if I remember Katlejo, to 350000 a year. Correct, yes. That's okay, correct. So, so for the big earners, just know that you can't do more than that in a, in a year to get that big tax deduction. So, so I think that's a nice summary on the, on the retirement funds or the retirement annuities, uh, but you've got another trick up your sleeve. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a trick, uh, but it's just one of those things uh, where you can, as you put it, get growth on your money and the growth is not taxed. And this is a tax-free savings account. Um, the, you are allowed to put up to 36,000 Rand per year into your tax-free savings account. So if you haven't reached the 36,000 Rand mark, you can top up now. Uh, very important, make sure um, you calculate what you've put in already. And then the difference is what you top up your tax-free savings account with. Um, so that's for the tax year, you allowed 36,000 Rand. And then I doubt anyone is there yet, but over the, remember over the lifetime limit of that product, it's at the moment 500,000 Rand. I think that's a, a it's a valid point, you know, um, the, the, about the topping up because I think a lot of us we might have a debit order running here, or we did a quick, you know, ten thousand rand, you know, somewhere in June, you know, and then and we forget that actually we've already done that, and then we go over, and and just to know that you get taxed, I think it's a penalty of forty percent on anything you over contribute to a tax free savings account. So make sure you don't do that. Uh, but but just to stay on, on tax fees for a second, it, it, is is that a fixed deposit? It's called an account. <laughs> No, it's not, uh, Warren. Uh, and that's a common mistake. Uh, people think uh, it has to be a fixed deposit or some type of a cash investment. And I think that's a very good point, and we should focus on that a little bit. So it's important to be wary of how you invest your money in a tax-free savings account. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't invest it in cash um, because I see it as a long-term investment um, to help you in your retirement or with your other long-term goals. So I think it's important for people to make sure that your investment in there or the underlying investment uh, is geared towards the long-term. As you know, uh, cash is not the way to go when we speak in long-term. So go with a more balanced type portfolio or something that's diversified um, however we did speak in the previous show about increasing your allocation to offshore and that's a good place where you can uh, increase your 
offshore allocation in, we call them feeder funds, which are RAND denominated funds, but they invest directly offshore. So it's a good place uh, to earn their tax-free returns uh, and diversify your portfolio at the same time. So, so I think for a lot of people out there that might be in, in investing in an exchange-traded fund or you know, in, in index trackers, what you're looking for uh, that, that Katlech was talking about now would be you know, things like a world feeder fund or a S&P 500 or something like that, which gives you the global exposure. And even though you're investing in rands, every rand then gets invested overseas and gets invested in the global stock markets, as an example. And, and I think that that's a, you know, it's a really nice way to build up your, your overseas exposure, but with a monthly debit order or, a, or an annual top-up if you're going to do it annually rather than monthly. Important point here is, you know, I, I know you're a, you're a father to, to, to a young child, and um, it's one of the things that, that parents and grandparents, for example, can do for their, for their children is start a tax-free saving for, uh, account for that child when they're very young because then you get to contribute the 36,000 rand every year. And, and by the time they, let's say, I think it's around about 16 years old, 15, 16, you've actually reached that 500,000 rand lifetime limit. And then that money starts to grow on itself. The money starts to make money babies, you know, the compounding growth. And so by the time your, your child is 21 or 25 years old, they, they've either got a fantastic university fund or they've got a huge deposit on a house. So it's, a, it's an incredible gift to give a, a, a child. And, and I think it's a very nice route that every parent who can afford it should, should follow. Uh, the other point around tax-free savings accounts, though, is just don't use it for a five-year saving. A lot of the time people will say, well, you know, I'll put my money in there, I'll, I'll let it grow for five years, and I'll draw it out and I'll buy a car. Uh, if you're going to do that, rather do it with a normal unit trust, because whatever you draw out of a, out of a tax-free savings account, you can never put back. So yes, you've got a 500,000 rand lifetime limit, and that's true, but if you draw money out of your tax-free saving, you can't say, well, a I had 200,000 and I've drawn out 100,000. I'm going to top up that 100,000 that I've drawn out later. It's gone. Use it and lose it. So, so for my, my view, I agree with you 100%. Stay invested in that thing. It's a long-term uh, investment designed for potentially your financial freedom. You know, so if you want to, you know, if you're 25 and you say, look, I'm going to hit 45, you know, and by the time I'm 45, I'm old and I'll be retired, then that's what a tax-free savings can be for. If you're a bit older and you want to get to retirement at 55 or 65, you know, the, the tax-free will be a great way to top up your, your savings in addition to your retirement funds and your other unit trusts. But everybody should do it. I think it's such a no-brainer. You know, I think, uh, you know, being able to get a tax-free growth on an investment that you can draw out at uh, any time if you need it, if the world does fall apart on you and you've got that money you know you, you'll be so grateful that you've got it and if it's money that you only draw out when you've reached your financial freedom goal you know to know that you can draw it out tax-free is really helpful so so i think you know if you can contribute to your retirement funds and contribute to your tax-free savings and and, and long term you know you won't regret it uh, if you've still got some money left over by all means, you know, then do your additional unit trust or exchange traded fund investments. But before the end of the tax year, make sure that you've topped up your retirement funds and your tax fees as much as you possibly can. I think that's about it for, for, for tax, tax years. Katlejo, anything I've forgotten? No, that, that, that's it, Warren. Uh, just a cautionary note. I just do want to labor on this point uh, that people shouldn't use their tax fees as transactional accounts. In other words, don't put money in there, take it out, put it in, take it out. Uh, Use it for your long-term investments. On that note, let's let's wrap it up. Thank you so much for, for joining us. It's uh, always great to have an expert on the show and I look forward to the next one that we do together. Thanks, Warren. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. 
If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.